Defend yourself to me. Defend yourself to me. Tell me why you like the shit you like. Defend yourself to me. Now defend the solo. Square, yeah. There is a Fuddruckers there. Never been. <laughs> Probably pretty good. Probably <laughs> well, like all the other ones. Is my what guess. other memories of Wisconsin do you have that you didn't experience? Uh, ooh, what's uh, cops? Cops? Custard? Oh yeah, cops is good. Did you ever go to cops? Oh yeah. Okay, but was... you're always talking about Culver's. Culver's constantly. is Culver's is the amazing. mecca of fast food. I will say. Well, we had one in Michigan too, and that's how you and I like probably first bonded. Yeah, I was like, we're talking about cheese curds. Cheese curds. <laughs> Is there anything I more Midwestern or Wisconsin than bonding over cheese no. curds? Well, nobody knows what they are out here, is what I've realized. Yeah, and I lived in Nashville for a year, and nobody knew what they were either. Well, in the South, I don't know. That's like <laughs> that's a, a far cry from the Midwest. <laughs> what are hush puppies? That's deep fried. It's Dough? like is that's it, like well, a southern. Curry. I always thought it was like fish, but it's not. It tastes it? like fish. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I used to get them from Long John Silver's, <laughs> and everything there tastes exactly the same. Ever? Really? Well, it's weird because did you ever have the combo of Taco Bell and Long John Silver's? No, that's no, a rare that's find. insane. I did, and, and, and about a year into it, they shut down the Long John Silver's part. Hey, because nobody wants fish and tacos. Have you ever? Well, sometimes there's one. I fish do. Tacos are good. I have been to a combo, Long John Silver's Pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those and what's the other one? There's one Taco more. Bell. And Taco Bell, yeah. all in there. Wait, Come you on. got a three Triple? in one? Yes, no three. Way. There's too much going on yeah. there, too. Like It's like you either get one taco, a breadstick, and a hush puppy. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> like they only have one thing off each menu. And the thing with those types of restaurants is they're really just one that serves some food. From yeah, 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 And whenever exactly. you order like a breadstick, you can hear them be like, Oh, oh God. Open the freezer. It'll take 40 minutes. <laughs> Do we have any left back there, yeah. Craig? <laughs> Expires 1997. Yeah. Oh, we can eat it up. Yeah, screw it. That should be fine. Mm. Just nobody has ever craved a beef chalupa and like fish and chips. Yeah, I have, but anyways. <laughs> could be nice. I don't think that's I a don't. great combo. It's not bad, but... I've done some weird things late at night, and that doesn't sound mm. too bad. <laughs> Put that on a poster. Alex has done some weird things late at night. I'd watch that show. I'd listen to that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Wake yourself up at 4 a.m. and just start talking yeah, to like a microphone. <laughs> now you've walked into it, you have to give examples. Yeah, what well, I episode do. one of Alex's Weird Stuff at Night. Well, I go to a combo, Long John Silver's uh, Taco Bell Pizza Hut. That's I, episode one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm there, and I'm ordering one thing off the menu for each of them. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's about it for episode one. But I really heard, good act structure there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. has a natural art to it. A few weeks ago, I heard you rustling at like midnight, and then the door slams, and you were gone. And you came to me in the morning and said you were feeling strange, and you went and got a Grand Mac. Oh, yeah, I did. It was disgusting. (laughs) It was like 1 a.m., and I was like, yeah, you know, I saw a commercial for that once. This was like a Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. And I got up, and I ate the entire thing. Felt like absolute shit within like five minutes. And then uh, that was it. Yeah, I'll do that, though. Was it good, though? 
Did yeah, you like fine. it? It's fine. It's just a huge I version. I just had one recently. Really? In the past few days. And all I remember thinking is like, the bun was difficult to yeah, get. Yeah, it's, it's already <laughs> too much bread as is. Yeah. <laughs> Three of the largest slices of bread. <laughs> the Mac Jr., however, I am a little interested in. Really? Have you seen that? Because they just get rid of the bread. Oh, really? They just take out that middle bun? Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. it was just as like a I small... Know. I thought everything was just shrunk or made bigger. <laughs> they use like, a, a gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand the concept of taking something everyone likes and making it a little smaller. I don't, <laughs> like fun size like, candy no, bars? Like, cool with this. Yeah. Like, fun size, I guess, like, you're putting... It's for Halloween. Yeah, there's a yeah. purpose. But like McDonald's... Nobody's handing out small Big Macs at Halloween. <laughs> No one's going to KFC like, can I get a one-piece meal? <laughs> no. Don't they, they, weren't they selling like three at one time? Like, I like, you feel can like it's reasonable. What? Three chicken tenders? Oh, no, no, no. Like three three. nuggos, man. Okay, that's weird. Three yeah, nuggos that's is weird. like a kid's meal. Yeah, three nuggos. Nobody's getting full. Also, why do we lean so hard to nuggos being okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's not any shorter. <laughs> I've been conditioned to hear O's on the end of my uh, I like to do that. <laughs> It's something I like to do. Were you saying Fingo the other day? Yeah, Fingo. I said Fingers? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that's about. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's starting to feel weird now that I've realized it. Yeah, you you and I are around each other so much that we probably don't think about how strange the things that we do are Mm -hmm. on a regular basis. Well, we realized recently that we say brother so much. Oh, yeah. Well... it's supposed to be... I think I knew that about you. Okay, because you and I know each other from college, for people who don't know... You and I, <laughs> you know each other from college. From college, but uh, yeah, I I was friends with a kid in college, and he would be, he would always call me Punch Brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would just say that was his greeting for me. He'd be like Punch Brother, uh-huh. and somehow that carried over to like everything that Mike and I do. And I'll mm-hmm. just be like Brother. Well, it's supposed to be like an ironic usage of it, but it's become something that just isn't funny anymore. And no, we no, sound yeah. <laughs> it's too much. It's moved on past joke and just yeah. become commonplace. Like we were sitting in hey, an edit, we were in an edit the other day, and the amount of brothers we said in this edit was just it's obscene. Like, wow, it might ruin the like storyline if you cut all these out, but you need to do something about it. Have a little counter. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. It was really bad. But I think we moved past it. I think. We're weaning ourselves off. You, you haven't might, said it yet. Yeah, you might hear one. And if that. you do, I, I will say You something. have to call me out about it. Yeah. Please. Uh, welcome to In Defense, a podcast about things. I'm your host, Joey Bergren. We've been talking a few minutes about food. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> Unhealthy food. <laughs> My guest today, uh, one's a friend from college, one's a new friend. Mm-hmm. Yay. One's a brother. <laughs> the other's a brother's yeah, there brother. could be. Uh, you guys have a new youtube show yes that premiered this week Mm -hmm. so everyone listening already saw it it went well watch it again it (laughs) made huge numbers (laughs) uh the shows alex and mike are 10 feet tall or is it just 10 feet tall i believe it's 10 feet tall. i think it's just 10 feet tall okay well i spoiled who it is ladies and gentlemen alex and mike are here yay if you're expecting someone else Sorry. <laughs> is there's another ten feet tall show? <laughs> you were so bummed when you heard our names instead of theirs. Sorry, that's okay. Yeah, it's still gonna be fun. Did you? I, I saw. I went to your Twitter to see the name of the show to write it down. Yeah, and I saw it said like Alex is ten feet tall or whatever it is. Yeah, and I immediately thought, did you ever see there were like those? There were a bunch of billboards for that musician Tobias Jesso Jr. No, no. Do you know who that is? He's like a singer songwriter keyboardist guy, and there were these billboards that were like. 
you can't miss Tobias <laughs> Jessup Jr. He's six foot five. <laughs> and it was like this weird, ironic billboard. That's amazing. It used to be right by my old apartment, so I always see it. <laughs> the The story for the name of the show actually is pretty. It's like incredible, and I'm really excited if we get to tell it here today. Please, I don't well, know. Yeah, it. let's just tell it then. Mike, you this tell is it. Exclusive. This is like everybody probably is wondering, honestly, like what this is about, and it's it's, it's pretty great. It's not what you think it is. Is my it's guess so funny to us? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know how maybe other people feel about it. Like, I'm gonna think it's funny when you tell it right now. Well, <laughs> I, sh- I think we should also preface that we pitched another name for the show, but we that can't. was absurd. Yeah, we pitched probably we pitched a lot of names for the show, but this is the one. Let's not talk about the other names because this is this is what it is. Well, this is how we got to it. Was a new guy Brian was hired, friend of the show Brian. <laughs> Brian, he's a COO, like very. To set it up, well, he's very like straight laced, very like. Uh, I mean, he's like a numbers dude, you know. He's what's one he wear? Blue suede loafers, incredible oh, outfits okay. every day. <laughs> kind of, he's probably the only guy, one of the only guys that tucks his shirt in every day. Yeah, but he's great. He's actually has like a really great sense of humor. But we didn't know that at the time that this happened. But but <laughs> about a day after he started, I was told he was hired for company growth. Is what I was told. Yeah, and that was that was it. And I went into his office alone. I, well, like, I, I told Mike to do this. I was like, Mike, I'll give you five bucks if you do this. Because like, this guy, very serious kind of looking guy, you know, uh-huh. blue loafers. And I was like, Mike, go and, go and tell him you'd really enjoy. If he's hired here for growth, you'd really like to be 10 feet tall. <laughs> so I went on like, <laughs> one-on-one. I said, Brian, so. Door closed. <laughs> I hear you. You're here for company growth. That's great. It's great to hear. I'm excited to see what you can do for everyone here. Now, me personally, I'm looking for some personal growth as well. He's like, oh, he talks. Give an example. Oh, it's great. Uh, wonderful. Well, that's really interesting. That's awesome. Said, so what are the chances that we can make me 10 feet tall? You know, I'm, I'm aiming for 10 feet, but anything above what I'm at right now. I think his, like, did he even have a response? Like, he was this just is- like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, we could... We'll work on that. We'll look into it. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, and I didn't realize this recently, but we did an episode with a beauty pageant coach. And, like, during our intros, Mike walked up there and he was like, My name's Mikey Cleo. Uh, I'm from Wisconsin and I'd really like to be 10 feet tall, was one of the things he said. I did say that, huh? Yeah, I know. So I was looking back because people were commenting that they're like 10 feet tall, like in that episode. So there's another episode where I climb a rope and say I'm finally 10 feet tall, too. (laughs) Yeah. It's probably getting very confusing for people. Yeah. So that's kind of like like a runner. You you (laughs) built in this own runner. Yeah. Just your joke. But again, we thought this was so funny. And to this <laughs> newly hired man, there's nothing like less funny than this insane person locking the, him like in a room with you and being like, I'd really enjoy growing to be 10 feet tall. It's like, is that a joke? Are you psychotic? If it is a joke, it wasn't that funny. Like... <laughs> also, I'm like sitting like these offices are clear and I'm looking in and just crying, <laughs> laughing like. It's also, like, based on the description of the gentleman, the, Brian, mm-hmm. and how long I've known you, mm-hmm. you both have pretty dry... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, if it's funny to just us, it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really tough in comedy if you're trying to make... If your job is making other people laugh, but the jokes that are funniest to you are the ones that only you and I think are funny. Uh, 
it's kind of an uphill battle, but it's one we go out every day, you know? It frustrates a lot of people that we work with, I yeah, would say. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. But hey, it's working. Yeah, it's, it's going, going well. okay. Yeah. People don't hate you. Some people do. I'm sure some people do. I'm <laughs> but sure like, people. for the most part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, surprisingly, a lot of positivity in the, yeah, the yeah. reaction. The reaction so far has been dope. I mean, we're surprised. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that we're surprised it's been positive. But probably good. Yeah, exactly. I can't see it being bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, you guys both have tattoos. Yeah, we do. I, we were both recently got these. Yeah. Do, would you ever get matching tattoos? <laughs> we like, talked. We actually we talked about one matching tattoo again. A joke only funny to us. What? I don't know this. Remember the hot dog man thing? Oh yeah. We did this bit in an episode where we just. We drew, we made a, our own bomb shelter, uh-huh. and uh, like we were given the task to make a bomb shelter that would survive the apocalypse, right? Mm-hmm. And when we were making our bomb shelter, we just drew a guy in a hot dog suit and called him Hot Dog Man all over the walls, and it's still there. Well, like it's supposed had... to be like a morale booster, because we don't have any windows in this shelter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, from my childhood is the stick figure pushes the hot dog cart <laughs> hot on dog like, man. a hot summer morning. You run out there, want to get a hot dog from this man. And he became like a deity yeah. that we would pray to. And this got cut. All of this All got this cut. Because <laughs> it's only funny to us. Sure, yeah. It started to get really weird and like prophetic. Well, we were writing Hot Dog Man on receipts at restaurants. And <laughs> yeah. like uh, one of our, our director um, who does all the shows with us, Ben, he wrote Hot Dog Man on a receipt. And they give it to the waitress. And she was like, what was that guy all about? Like, what was that about? He's like, oh, you know, it's Hot Dog Man. And then he came back another day, and the, they gave them free wings because <laughs> yeah. they were just so moved by hot dog. Man. Hot dog man. Yeah. Wow. So we were like, if we do get a matching tattoo, it'll probably be that hot dog man. Yeah, we wanted. We all wanted to get. Hot so dog is man. it a guy pushing a hot dog cart? <laughs> yeah. A guy in a I hot could dog draw it for you right now. Would you please? Really, yeah. So really I'll describe easy. the drawing. But Mike's so. doing. It's like a. This is the preferred platform to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's listen to someone for art. It. So it's a. It's a stick figure. His arms attached to his neck, it looks like. No neck. Giant eyes. <laughs> I mean, Those could be whiskers. Let's wait and see. Yeah, yeah. It's important that his arms stick straight out no matter what. From straight at yeah. the joint between his neck and his head. He also seems in pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This profession was not by choice. <laughs> Maybe he recently lost his neck. Yeah. yeah, it's not. I mean, it's simple. It's, that's all it is. That's pretty good. And I, that was on everything we did for a while. Sort of salad fingery. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. What would uh, where would the tattoo placement be? Uh, we talked about putting them on our butt asses, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Or like the lip thing, some people do it inside <laughs> the lip. lip. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm, only you, only again, only we know that we have it. You, one of you could do hot dog man, and one of you could do the cart, and then Ooh, stand that's close something I hadn't thought about. You get next to each other, and <laughs> I flip would her. get like you have to somewhere kiss. small. I'd get the cart alone. And then what? I'd put my my arm next to yours and they'd like link up. But then you just have like a little zombie guy. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is more explainable than a square cart, you know? A square cart with a hot dog. Oh, weird. I'll say it right now. I'll commit to that one day. You want to do that? All right. You heard it here. We'll do it at some point. I like it, though. That's a cool drawing. That could at least be like like a logo. Oh, man. We don't have one of those yet, so... I'll take it. Or a mascot of sorts, I guess. It could be a mascot. A mascot. 
uh, brother. <laughs> Listen here, please, brother. Please stop. Uh, but <laughs> that became like a 1940s surfer uh, dude. Who's that guy? The uh, so and so goes to Lincoln. What's that guy? What's his name? Goes to Lincoln. Lincoln. I don't know what that is. Mm, he does. Uh, you know, people do impressions of him. I saw Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart. Stewart goes to Washington. <laughs> Lincoln, goes, Lincoln to goes to Washington. No, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Someone is doing something with Abe Lincoln. Someone goes to Lincoln Memorial. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. He went to. The oh, Lincoln. that's a big chair. <laughs> Look at that. Their hot dog cart. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, man. Anyways, we'd like to defend... <laughs> oh, really? Oh, sorry. Transition. Uh, <laughs> you take this part. Is that a little... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. Um, I think I should let you set that I'll up, t- probably. I'll, let me... Let's try to get... Uh, speaking of Lincoln, yeah. uh, there have been many great people throughout history. People that you look up to that That's inspire true. you. And I think with time, people there's different phases of who inspires them. You know, there's different periods of life where you go, "Wow, that person's really made a difference." Or you see these events, you know, uh, you know what I mean. And yeah, I'm nodding. You can't see it, but I'm not. Some people got Lincoln. Some people got uh, Mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. It's Teresa, I believe. Yeah. Some people got Muhammad. Mahatma Gandhi What's Gandhi's first name? I think it's like Jerry or something Jerry Gandhi (laughs) That's an ice cream flavor That's pretty good Jerry Gandhi Write that down That's what we'll write down on our little Yeah that's what you could name the hot dog man Jerry Gandhi Jerry Gandhi He's yeah, Norwegian. All, sorry, we got side. All great points though Yeah, Yeah, really good points I'm reading off a script Yeah but in our lifetime, are we all the same age, roughly? 27? 24. Oh. Mike's still young. young yeah. Mm. I have an excuse. Wow. What? For what we're about to talk about. <laughs> you didn't see the real Southeast Wisconsin, man. <laughs> <laughs> the shit I went through. Back then, man, it was different. Yeah. I saw the three movie theaters merge into just the one. <laughs> Marcus Cinema. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. The Marcus Majestic. That's Good where one. I go to movies. What's the one that has a White Castle in it? What? Have you haven't heard about this? There's a movie theater with a White Castle yes. on it? Yes. It's on its way to Brookfield. I don't... Because in Wisconsin, I do everything by landmark. Like, I don't know Crossroads or... Okay. What's the landmark it's near? It's right by Toby's house. You know that, <laughs> that wing place in uh, Brookfield? Uh, it's got green neon on it. It's by Target. The wing? <laughs> it's got like an oil. It's something about oil in it. Oh, Quaker Steak? Yes. yes. I know one of those are. Right before that. It's a chain. It is. It's it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Marcus Cinema has a White Castle in it. I did not know that. It's great. Did you hear? <laughs> yeah. There's... Either an eagle screeching or a child dying. <laughs> that sounded like a pig in a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right well... before the butcher comes out to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Anyway. That's scary. <laughs> uh, I was going to bring up Max Bemis, hmm. another important man in our lives. Yeah. All three of us. Mm-hmm. We love him. <laughs> we all had that weird music phase that everyone else got out of, but we dug our heels in. Yeah, you better <laughs> believe it. right there. I believe it's emo, emo music, emotional music. There's yeah, a lot of different I think there's terminal. a negative connotation to emo, but I'm proud to say, yeah, it's emo music. Hey, we've never done emo night, by the way. No, we have you done it? A good time. You I like have. it? I went to one, like one of the first ones when they moved to the Echo. It was a good time. No one famous came, which now they do. 
like big cameos and you're like you, whoa you know that uh you know nate Shear is very good friends with the guy who runs it like, i did not know that but i totally doesn't know. surprise you at yeah, all i've seen nate shout Shear out nate Shear. he's living drink, what looks uh, like a dream life to me the, i have no idea what he does he'll just post like hey that beyonce album i produced and you're like what <laughs> absolutely do you incredible. follow him on instagram do you watch his like I, instagram videos? nate and i weirdly keep in touch like oh. i uh I met with him at the Rose. Last time I saw Nate was at the Roosevelt pool on like a Tuesday and he's uh, there like he's just hanging out and he's like, Hey, this is Abel. Uh, that's the weekend. Actually, Nate, you're the, here with the weekend. That's uh, Abel. He's a multi-platinum. No, I know his hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like the Hawaiian punch guy. I think he changed it though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's different now, but uh, oh, now he surfs on a green river. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Nate, uh, probably the most prolific music video producer in Los, like for real uh-huh. in Los Angeles and he like uh was a good friend of ours yeah he's great still a great always guy. a good laugh yeah he's he's a super fun I guy I remember but... senior year in college he would always talk about kefir that milk <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. the probiotic milk you were drinking that recently as well <laughs> yeah I think Nate probably the first person I stayed with when I came out to LA <laughs> was Nate like wow. when I visited and Nate was living in like a one bedroom apartment with like just another dude who is on the young and the restless i think <laughs> cool. and now he for real is like the biggest music video producer but i'll like i was i brought up his instagram because like i'll watch his stories it'll be like he's in like he's in amsterdam yeah, and he like, just what <laughs> today <laughs> i would i was you? i was looking at nate's instagram today he's in madrid and he's just posting about how <laughs> someone shouldn't have let him watch the Pixar film Inside Out. (laughs) And he's like so upset that he had seen Inside Out. But you're in Madrid right now. I'm assuming making a music video. Like, What a great Wild guy. Nate Shearer, Trinko. I also never know what his name is. Trinko, like he goes... uh, Vicky Cristina is his like... Barcelona. No, no, like Free Vicky is like the tag he puts on all this stuff. I don't know what that's about. Trinko... uh, Free enjoys the name of his company. Shout out to Free Enjoy. He's like our Bill Brax Brasky. What's he's a, the, dude, he's guy? an incredible guy, and I love that guy. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. amazing. Nature. Let's defend Nate. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, greatest I know guy ever. About the man, but I'll. <laughs> Wait. Nate? Probably a fan of Max Bemis. Probably. I bet he knows. Yeah. A oh yeah. Bit of it. Oh yeah. Mike, do you think we've ever been to any of the same shows? In L.A. Ooh, no, in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Growing yeah. Up. Probably. Uh, you like the rave? Everyone yeah, likes the, the rave. rave. I rave. played at the rave. My high school serious? band played there. Do you ever see Best Kept Secret play at the Best rave? Best Kept Club? Secret. Sounds like somebody I would have seen, but no. Well, you I guys played at the rave once as well. Did you? For uh, would, We always said it was opening for May Day Parade, but it was like in the bar stage three hours before they, uh, they played. So. <laughs> what was your band? It's called Hijacked. Played bass. Slapped cool. it. Don't you guys, you play bass, right? Yeah, listen you play bass yeah you don't play i bass? i have a bass and i recently bought one because we live in like a very musical house you know everyone in that house very influenced oh is by there it. more than just you two mm-hmm. yeah we live with uh mike's girlfriend lives with us and then uh nice. another guy from wisconsin named luke mm. another friend of mike's but they both play music and because i was always surrounded by them playing music i finally bit the bullet and bought a bass but I'm not very. I'm nowhere near good. You're like, here's a couple of bass players. What should I get? Yeah, mm, I'll get a bass. Too. <laughs> well, they both Can't play have gu- too many basses. They both play guitar, and I was like, well, I could. I hear you. Hear you playing an eclectic mix of uh, Wolf Mother. Uh, play a lot of the, the riff of Wolf Mother. <laughs> <laughs> not even good at it yet, but I really like that. All the small things I hear you playing. Yeah, I like that one. And so, you know, a little brand new I hear in there. Yeah, see? All great bands from an amazing era. It's true. 
uh, really complex chord progression. <laughs> One sticks out a little bit. I don't know if Wolf Mother <laughs> under <laughs> the so emo much. umbrella as much as the others. Well, yeah, what, <laughs> Wolf Mother is like an Australian, like, uh, <laughs> like yeah, I don't like even seventies rock and roll. <laughs> Revive and they rip, brother. <laughs> and you play brother. their one hit from 2002. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it is a good track. That's fair. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's a good intro to our defense. How many times have you guys seen Say Anything? <clears throat> that feels like a good starting point. Yeah, seen Say Anything. I saw them for the first time, 2007 Warp Tour. Yeah, I saw them then as well. I saw them twice at the Rave, mm-hmm. and then recently we saw them at the Echo. We need to talk about what happened at the Echo because it was pretty magical. Very weird yeah. experience with Max mm-hmm. Bemis. Well, all the shows I've seen them at were pretty large crowds. Huge. And it's like you have to get there a couple hours early if you want to get up in the front. I was young and, and reckless back then. I like getting in the pit a little more than I do now. <laughs> but we saw them at the Echo recently, which is a much smaller venue. There's were they n- the upstairs or downstairs? Downstairs. Okay. Downstairs? Yeah. Which only, that's the still, first yeah, time yeah, I've been there. A big one, yeah. It was sold out, too. I mean, all the way to the back. Like, wow. People, it, it was full. Mm-hmm. We got there early, but there's no barricade at that venue. So we were right. on the stage, the stage. Like, drink on the stage is where we were. Yeah. We saw a couple bands open. I heard you like the band Teen Suicide you were a fan of. They're pretty good. I hate them a <laughs> lot. <laughs> no, here's the reason I hate them. Is that night, we, two guys... Two guys. Two guys. Couple of uh, guys. Couple of guys, yeah. Um, two guys were there, I think, exclusively to see Teen Suicide. And were very upset that we were, like, in front of them. And they were, like... I mean, we were kind of just joking around because we weren't there to see them. And we're just sitting there. I mean, we're up front because we're trying to be as close as we can once Say Anything starts. But right. these guys were really mad that we were kind of just talking throughout their performance, I think. And, like... Once the bass dropped on one of their their songs, like they rushed us and like smashed into oh, I us hate that. on purpose. Yeah, and then like as their set ended, these guys had smashed into us. I'm like, we didn't, we literally said nothing to them. They turned around and they go, "Wow, you guys are pretty fucking annoying." <laughs> yeah, and then they left. And then they left. They said that to you. Yeah, yeah. to yeah. me. And I was like, "Whoa, uh, <laughs> what's going on here?" And then they left. And so I have a salty taste for Teen Suicide ever since then. That's okay. fine. Yeah. Do you think they'd feel bad if they knew that they ruined their band they like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they should. Well, we were talking about it so much because Teen Suicide had a rough start that evening where uh, the guitar wasn't working. And then the I believe the singer's name is Sam. He dropped his guitar and it wasn't working. And then he was jumping around and he landed on it. Yeah. Busted the input jack. So he, they had a rough start. His guitar fell and he started jumping. Mm-hmm. He essentially just broke his guitar on stage. Weird. Like, and there was no fixing it really. So it's this guy like playing ghost guitar that's not plugged. Did he in. pretend? Yeah, eventually, <laughs> eventually they fix it. I think it was weird. Not a not a great time. Were they the first opener? No, mm, second. Oh, was there a better first opener? Yeah, yeah museum mouth. They're great. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah, they did this bit where they uh, their drummer <laughs> is their singer and they played with. He played with drumsticks that are about the size of this table, like huge drumsticks, <laughs> and then they made no reference to it at all. Like he was just playing with these massive drumsticks. Did he play far away? No, no. no he was like, like was choked up on that. It was wild for one song, and like a little never... leaguer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was great, and they never said anything. About it. it was awesome. They rolled. Teen Suicide. Not a fan. But anyways, sorry. Continue. So yeah, we got through them. 
we got through uh, me without you which those guys are a lot older now and they still they went hard yeah, they like they really went for yeah. it and interesting pairing yeah with say anything max well, loves them too. yeah they're huge, they're very good huge, huge fans of each other but they're very different vibes yeah, oh yeah max bemis has said because they covered each other's songs recently yeah Oh. Max was like very inspired by them to start a band, is what I've heard. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So they played. They're pretty. They had a lot of heart. I'll say. I never was super into them. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, say anything st- came out, and it was like, I'm used to seeing bands walk out on stage. It's like it doesn't do anything for me anymore. Mm-hmm. But they came out, and it was like one. Max Bemis is looking large and in charge. <laughs> yeah, lately. he's gaining about 45 pounds. <laughs> yeah. So I was a little surprised by that. He so. also has went through like an alcoholism bout recently where he was like vomiting on stage and stuff, mm-hmm. like, oh. which was not good. We didn't have that experience tonight. But we, From drinking too much? Yeah, like oh. he literally <laughs> would be in the middle of playing a song and he'd just puke all over himself. <laughs> like that happened like three times. Like a baby spit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spittle down his chin. And it's great because he looks like a giant baby. <laughs> he does. So I was starstruck by his belly. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd never seen a show up that close before. I've never been on the stage in my life. And they started playing. And the first thing that happened was, one, it was so loud. And he walked straight up to us. And I was yeah. wearing a beanie at the time. And he just grabbed my beanie, like, within the first five seconds, pulled it over my face, and just started screaming, like, into my Sun mouth. Works in the, in the... <laughs> so, like, what really? song was it? Do you remember? Uh, what did they open with? I have no idea. I guess you couldn't see, so. Yeah. Couldn't <laughs> but hear anything. weirdly, from that moment forward, it was like, there's this connection between Mike and Max Bemis. <laughs> wow. And, like, throughout the show, he would just come back over and, like, hang out. And, like, at one point, towards the end of their set... Mm-hmm. He just laid down into Mike and I's arms. Like, he was just sitting on us, this huge man pouring sweat all over us, like puking into your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Essentially, just like grabbing our faces. We were within kissing distance many times that night. That's how I like to measure. (laughs) But he was just screaming the song. It was like he was playing just for us. It was weird. That's great. I romanticized that night. Yeah, it was like really, honestly, a pretty incredible. I mean, Dwyer was there. Matthew, who works yeah, with us, mutual show. friend of Joey's, guest of this podcast. Yeah, former guest, twice guest. Two-timer. Um, Two-timers club. He was there with us, so he, yeah. like, he can corroborate this. Also, Joey was like maybe going to come that evening. I had something. I don't remember what it was, but I know I was like far away for it. It was like sh- I was like shooting a sketch with a friend or something in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. No, I was in like Calabasas. Oh, for, really? Yeah. It wow. was like far enough that I couldn't make it. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm not upset about it or anything. I'm just letting you know we had an amazing night. I just really would have been. Incredible. I would have got there and you would have been all the way in the front. I'd be like, "Where are you?" You'd be like, "We're at the stage," and I wouldn't be able to. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, there would have been no. Because there'd be like Teen Suicide fans. On their <laughs> like, no. They'd be smashing. Those you guys like are huge. Did. Let me tell you. Oh, they they're sucked. tough. No, I'm. I'm gonna get mad if I think about it because <laughs> I was really mad. You remember that? Yeah, you were upset. <laughs> I was sorry. I'm, I was just like, hey, man, those guys. But that was the closest I felt to being like 14 years old. Yeah. Angsty, freaking out at a show. Yeah. In so long. A lot of like uh, a lot of the argument for, I think, these bands is like nostalgia. Mm -hmm. But I would almost steer away from that. Like the music is still just good, in my opinion. It's just not. 
if the argument is the music wasn't good back then, I would be like, I don't know. It's still pretty good, especially even their new albums and stuff. When these bands come out with new stuff, it usually is pretty progressed from the mm-hmm. kind of, I guess, um, kind of infantile stuff they used to do. Well, that's the thing is I think their new album is still... It's not as sad. It's not as angsty as it was. Right. But it sounds as angsty as it was. Oh. I feel like there's a renewed energy. They're kind of reviving the genre, I'd say. And that's yeah. happened once before. It's before. more reflective than it is, like, uh, looking back in nostalgia. like they're just reflecting on kind of the stuff that... The wildness that was that movement, I guess. Well, it's funny because their newest music video from their newest album is like a joke on all the fans who are like, we only like the first album. We only oh, like the really? old stuff. And it's like, it's this funny video of this kid who listens to the new album and he gets pissed off and like burns all the old records. And then he and kills he, each he member kills of the band. He kills all of them, yeah. Oh, okay. I, like that. <laughs> I want to so watch that. It's good, yeah. It's, it's kind good. of a fuck you to all those that type of thinking. And I think it's just a fucking good album. Yeah, it is a good album. It covers a lot of genres, too. Okay. It's really punk rock. It's a little emo. It's a little hip-hop. Kanye West likes it. Yeah. We should talk about that. Yeah. Kanye West. There's a weird story. I think it showed up on Vice or something like that. Maybe it was on... uh, I don't know. But apparently, Max Bemis and Kanye West are together in the studio and randomly ran into each other. And then Max Bemis played his new record for (laughs) Kanye West, and he was like, this is tight. (laughs) And then... Kanye always played his new record for yeah. Max Bemis, and they like hung like, out together. This is insane. Which is, I don't know if you've seen the like, just imagining those two people together in a room is insane to me. Like, truly insane. Both of them going like, "You used to be skinnier." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two huge baby men together, <laughs> just talking about music. Oh, that's so funny. But are you not as much of a fan as say you? So you were saying, <clears throat> I really like is a real boy. Yeah, and that. Second, whatever the was a real boy in defense of the genre, the emo genre in, in defense of the genre has got hits and misses. Mm-hmm. I really like self titled. Well, like, I think we're gonna agree because I think Hebrews sucked. I, yeah, that's it's was not a one good between album. Between self titled yeah, Hebrews, it's called Anarchy, My Dear. Yeah, that oh, one's yeah. good. Yeah, that was pretty good. I'll argue that their self title is their worst album. Interesting, you think it's worse than in defense of the genre? Yes, Ooh. worse than Hebrews, it's, though. It's like There's their, one song on Hebrews. Right? That's what you always said. So how come? You, how can you like that one more? <laughs> I think Hebrews takes a lot of risks. Yeah. A lot. And there's no, there's no guitars in the whole album. I think that's, strangely enough, pretty punk rock. Yeah. I the mean, self-titled is like, the, it's their only mainstream release. It was their only major label release. True. They said it's their biggest regret. Max Beam says the album is his biggest regret. Interesting. Hmm. There's a couple good tracks on there, but it's it seems a little safe. It's weird to me that the album with synths everywhere and him whining with his wife isn't his biggest regret. <laughs> because that's the worst album, Hebrews. <laughs> There's only like one track with his wife. Yeah, Let's I know, be I know, I know. What's the newest one called? It's called I Don't Think It Is. Yeah, and it's good. Is that the one that's like a close-up of his mouth? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a great album cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I'm awesome. Kidding. It sucks. <laughs> that's his best friend's mouth. It looks like he took it from like a... The computer camera, <laughs> like 2009. It's vile. It's repulsive to look at. <laughs> yeah, like the which opening. in itself is punk rock. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> That's a good read on it. Yes, but uh, I do think like because you were saying like 
the the bands have stuck it through have kind of like evolved evolved there is like a big resurgence of like guitar rock and roll i hope stuff there's a i mean like the whole emo scene of like into it over it modern mm-hmm. baseball is getting yeah huge and like sorority noise and like there's a lot of bands that you're like oh these are like and then everything on side one dummy i think is incredible great. i agree totally well it's coming back i think pup like these canadian bands is rosenstock canadian as well no so new yorker Pup is Canadian. We love this band called The Dirty Nil, who mm. you should definitely check know. out. Dirty should, Nil? The Dirty mm, Nil. I've heard of them. Yeah. They're in, so they toured with Pup in Canada, but like Pup sells out arenas in Canada. Like I huge, huge yeah, shows. And, skyrocketing. And overseas. Like those bands kill overseas. Like we saw that band, The Dirty Nil. We, for Mike's birthday, we drove down to Orange County to mm-hmm. go see this band. I'm not kidding when I said there was five people in this room, and we were three of them, well, which was in- and you're two people, so that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me, Mike, and that other kid who lives with Luke. We went to you. this show and front of the show, Luke. Yeah, front of the show, <laughs> Luke. Uh, no one was there. Well, it was a free show in the back of a bar. Yeah, <laughs> but okay. And then so we went there and we had blast. Like those guys were super cool, very nice to us. Hung out with us afterwards and like talked to us a little bit. Sure. Because we cool. were singing, singing word for word their songs with them, and there's literally five people in the room. People probably thought we were insane, honestly. Yeah. But, like, had an incredible time. And then you look on their Instagram, they're playing stadiums overseas, which is interesting. so wild to me that they're, like, they opened for... Um, oh, yeah, they're, they're supporting huge acts all the time. Huge, like, Alexis yeah, yeah. on Fire is huge overseas and in Canada. I can't believe uh, they still play. They're back together. Yeah. That's wild. Huge resurgence with them as well. Dallas Green's huge, so that probably helps. Yeah, right. Um, they're with Billy Talent. You remember that band? Oh yeah, Canadian. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. See, Another Canadian band. People love in Canada, rock and roll man. in Canada. Yeah, punk rock stuff, man. That's wild. Yeah, and it's weird too because like Orange County, I guess, is a little outside the city, but it's L.A. This is like a big live music scene. Yeah, and it was it was really strange, honestly. Like, and those guys went for it too. Even though there was five of us, they fucking brought it which was great right and it was awesome it was a great birthday i think i loved it i've been <laughs> a birthday yeah i, I tore my throat it. up and i got sick Your after arms that around him <laughs> i hope it was a good birthday i hope it was, you had a nice time with me mikey <laughs> it's very nice alex <laughs> you're welcome oh <laughs> uh, that's great though but, I do, but yeah there's like this big resurgence now yeah. and i find like there are like bands like green day had a new record blink had a new record mm-hmm. like, yeah still like yeah, the Blink thing is wild, I think. Like, because I think that album did really well. Yeah. Bizarrely. Like, I think that... And I don't, I don't think it was that bad either. I think if it I'm works. Being, it's different. Yeah, yeah. But it works. I, did you hear that new song, Parking Lot, I think it's called? No. Where Skiva's singing lead on it. And it's, like, about Chicago and stuff, so clearly really? he wrote it. <laughs> That's and I'm like, cool. oh, shit, I like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I legitimately enjoy... Yeah. And I loved Alkaline Trio back in the day. Oh, yeah, me too. They were one that I thought... As time went on, I was like, no, no yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Did they keep doing stuff? Honestly, there's so many of those bands. Like, if you go back and look through, you'll see, like, oh, I was, like, on Spotify recently. I was like, Census Failed, man. They ripped. They're back. Man. Yeah, they, they had an album come out last year, dude. It's, it's wild. Like, what the fuck? I think Silver everybody's trying to get back. Silver Hawthorne Heights is going on tour again. R.I.P. to that guy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, <laughs> really killed the vibe. Uh, <laughs> one of the singers uh, on Hot Rod has killed him. The guitarist, right? and or he died. Yeah, screamer, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, basically everyone. What was that label where they like everyone got screwed into? Like, oh victory. yeah, victory, victory, man. victory yeah. records with yeah. the bulldog, man. Yeah. Well, a day to remember. Kudos yeah, they, to them. They just won a lawsuit against. Oh, that's Victor. right. It was yeah. Like a five-year lawsuit. They got like four million dollars. Four million. And they did those like self-produced albums? I think those are yeah. the best too. They've been really good. Well, that's like another that. interesting thing is a lot of these guys are starting their own labels or like recording their own shit. Well, because they got so screwed mm-hmm. in the early two thousands, like victory. <clears throat> had this weird monopoly and they those contracts must have been murder because everybody like made no money off those. Every single band that was on Victory like left and hated it. Yes, and had horrible things to say. Like Bayside is another one that I've like going on tour would say anything. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see that show. Like the band uh, Manchester Orchestra, they had Mm -hmm. they lost their label or they left their label and then they just built a studio. They bought a house, built a studio in it and released their own album. You don't need it anymore. No. Yeah, no, you really don't. You which just is crazy with Bandcamp and the internet, and like <laughs> just having friends in bands. Like, yeah. hey, that's part of it. There's like a huge freedom to doing your own music now. Oh yeah, and people will find it. You yeah, don't make yeah. money from record sales anymore anyway. No, it's all touring and merch. Mm-hmm. Because like, well, yeah, there's now half. Of it's not physical media anyway. It's weird in LA that like there's so many, like you can just make anything you want with like a weird like a little blue microphone that you pay 200 bucks for like an old version of it you just do it in a room like we go i i have a friend who's like trying to do pop music and like he just hangs out in literally his room with one mic stand and cranks out like 15 songs every month that's crazy crazy i just wish i knew how to do it and it would sound yeah (laughs) yeah i spent a year at audio engineering in nashville and uh, i hated it cool (laughs) so maybe you don't i don't know (laughs) it's tough yeah it's tough, but it's 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 rad that, like you said, it is coming back. I think. Yeah, I think there's such like there was such an explosion with like EDM music, like especially when we were in college. Oh, it like it it peaked. It hit yeah. like an apex of like <laughs> which was weird. Whoa, like when Jack U came. Yes, like yes. I really remember Jack U being like, "This feels like too much." Yeah, like, yeah. I, I <laughs> even enjoy the song. I'm like, yeah, this is like catchy, but whoa, like I'm. Feeling pushback again, like this is too much. I would say, like junior year of Michigan, it was huge. It was like everywhere. the the EDM scene, like was explosive. Like yeah. everywhere you went, and I was never into it. I just oh, yeah. like I never was about it. I, don't I know. can see the appeal. I'd be like, these are catchy. Like, and then you'd be like, I'm not gonna listen to Zed's Dead. Like, <laughs> I can't. There's a line, and that's it. I'm also not into like doing drugs so that's probably a huge <laughs> that adds to yeah, it yeah yeah that kind of that's brings crutch, it down man <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're cheating you gotta it. do drugs to enjoy the music that sucks yeah that's not that's yeah, expensive that's yeah expensive yeah, listening no kidding uh i want to know i mean we should talk more about say anything too but uh <laughs> you brought up dirty nil and i'm curious of like what else you've been listening to that's like underground because this is a safe place i will plug the hell out of the dirty no as like Mm -hmm. first of all like i said cool as hell to us when we're screaming their own lyrics back to us and there's three guys in a room together like weird experience for them probably sound like a garage rock band like that stuff's coming back just very self-made very noisy Mm -hmm. unapologetic cute too so cute he wears this little star shirt (laughs) unbelievable absolute beauty it took a weird turn (laughs) absolute beauty so cute uh yeah, yeah I don't even Rosenstock know. I think is great I Rosenstock's don't know if you're as, as in a Rosenstock I think he's dope 
uh, and he has such an, a huge back catalog. Yeah, and it's all free. Yeah, he puts on yeah. everything he makes yeah. for free. There's like ten albums of his. I like that he's just like one dude too, one dude against the world. We like a lot of like weird duo bands. Like uh, ooh, sixty eight. Yeah, is one of our favorite bands. Oh. You remember? Uh, they're like super heavy, right? Yeah. So see, I think do you like remember seven uh, inch of theirs that I got like yeah. randomly yeah. for like Holy. two bucks. They're like the blues meets hardcore. Yeah. Weirdly enough, again, strangely, sort of, Mike became friends with uh, the drummer, the drummer Michael, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, they were just like you guys were talking about guitar pedals, right? Yeah, we're gear nerds. <laughs> so I, he was Said selling, like gear nerd. or he was looking to buy something on Instagram. So I sold him that. Well, traded it to him for like a vinyl. In a hoodie and stuff, and then we talked a lot more about nerdy pedal stuff. But he invited us to the show in LA a couple months ago, and they're nuts. Like it's two guys, and it sounds—it's the loudest band I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's like, um, wait, what was Josh's old band? Honestly, the Chariot. The Chariot. Do you remember them? Mm-mm. They're like a legendary hardcore band. Huge hardcore Josh. band. Josh Scoggin. Josh Scoggin was... So it's two guys. Friend of the show. <laughs> Josh Scoggin. Michael McClellan, right? Yeah. And Josh Scoogin. Scoggin. But it's those two guys, and I. it's just unbelievable. Like, Josh has, like... Uh, he runs a guitar through three amps. So hmm. two guitar amps and one bass amp, and then he splits the signal, drops the octaves. It's how many pedal, How many pedals do you have, too? Probably, like, upwards of 15. 15 pedals on the stage, and That's he's... insane. We went and saw them, another crazy small show in Van Nuys, just these two guys. And as, so as they left the stage, Josh would take pieces of uh, his drum set, Michael's drum set away, Mm -hmm. and he's still wailing, like on every single piece as he's taking it away. Like, just incredible performance. They put on a show. Like, he puts his guitar. This is the Chariot? No, no. This is called 68. Oh, this is 68. 68. So his old band was the Chariot, which was like a huge band back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like... they're great performers. Like he'll put his guitar in a loop, flip it around, start playing it backwards, and like stand <laughs> on the drum set. Yeah, Michael will play his guitar with drumsticks. It's like it's an unbelievable. It's shit. it's That's really so unbelievable. Fun. They just don't care. Again, it's unapologetic. I love that. And the sweetest guys ever. Like uh, mm-hmm. we were like, he got us tickets to the show, and then he was like unloading his gear to get to the merch table, and we're like, hey, hey, man, hey, <laughs> hey, what's Hi. going on? He was just like, oh, hey, guys, come on. And then we talked yeah. to him for like 20 minutes. Very cool. nice guy. I love that. Yeah. Great guys. That band reps. So 68. Check them out. Who else do you like? Is that? Don't they have the their covers like the Bleach Nirvana? Like They're very Nirvana, yeah. But I think it's like the same cover. It's like sort the of. black bars top and bottom. Oh, they, they're photo. seven inch ones. Yeah, yeah, that's what I have. It's good and heavy. Yeah, it's really heavy. I have a hard time of like, I like music like that. Or like Rosenstock. Like, I love him, but that voice is like. Intense. Yeah, and like yeah. I love music where if I show anyone, they're like, "Nope." Turn <laughs> I have a good amount of music where it's like, "No, no, no." Not yeah, gonna. yeah. We, I mean, our not friends are pretty it. cool with it. Our friends are yeah. into that stuff usually. I'll say uh, modern baseball though. You brought them up earlier. Yeah, I think they're great. They're fantastic. Yeah, they started really, really small. Like nobody really knew who they were, and they're blowing up now. Yeah, they're huge, and they just canceled a tour because yeah, like, unfortunately, because of what mental health. Oh, all yeah. going like stressful being in a band yeah man especially when they like blow up and you think like i know they their drummer like bought a studio in philly with the singer of sorority noise oh really and they just like do it out of there that's awesome well it's another situation where they're all super self-made like i'm like uh 
I like walls here. I like that you brought up Manchester Orchestra too, because like what they did with Swiss Army Man and, oh, yeah, and just yeah, like yeah. the year they had is so wild. To I me. listened to that soundtrack on Spotify, but I haven't seen the movie. Really? Ooh, I had to stop it because I was like, oh, this is like the plot of the movie. <laughs> yeah. like, I it's a great movie. Dude. I know I've been wanting to watch it. It's really good. Uh, did you? I discovered Manchester Orchestra because they did a tour with. Kevin Devine and Brand New. Yes. Did you go to that show? I didn't, but I Fuck. beat myself up every day for it. Brand New, I'll say, oh. is like my favorite band. Yeah, that's a that's a good a good uh, call. But I feel like Brand New is very culty now. Like it's cool to like Brand New, so I won't defend them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't need it. No, you know? I mean they're they have a new album coming out, which is supposedly their last album. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I mean that's guess. what Word on the Street is. I don't know. What wasn't there? Like there was like a post. It's like. Uh, brand new, and then it had two dates, like their their first show or something like that, and then it said to 2018, mm-hmm. like it was a death, oh. like a death. So they're saying like this is their yeah, last tour. This is the interesting. But I'm glad. Like I saw them at Summerfest, Ooh. A, like a year or two yeah, ago. I was probably there. I, there. It was a good trio of. It was like the same stage, and it was. I know Kevin Devine played with his band, and then brand new closed it out. There was someone else really good in front of it. It might have been into it over it. Uh, but brand new. I like now. They're like, we'll play like Jude Law. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're coming around like, too. Hey, we'll play the old stuff, like everything you want to sing along to. Well, that's another thing. I feel like all so these guys kind of went through a bit of a crisis at one point. Oh where, yeah, like it was fading out a little bit. Yeah, Kids were yeah. stopping coming to the shows, and now that they all just said like, "Fuck it, who cares?" They're cool again. Like yeah. they have the energy again. Yeah, I was there for the first night that brand new ever played Sewing Season. Whoa. They premiered the song opening for Dashboard Confessional. Interesting. In Ypsilanti. And they played that song and the fucking house went down. Like they were playing what was a basketball stadium, probably like 30,000 people at the yeah. time. And it was like, whoa. That song, because um, The Devil and God is such a crazy album to me. I love that album. <laughs> and then the first, they, that was the first time they ever played that show. It was insane. It's crazy. Absolutely insane. I remember listening to that record being like, Whoa! Mm-hmm. This yeah. is wild. First time I listened to it, I was walking to my girlfriend's house in high school in a blizzard. Oh, because like, I didn't have a car yet. I just <laughs> like, thought about death. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, "Whoa, this I love is heavy." I love. Yeah. I remember that uh, story with my girlfriend in sewing season. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, makes me laugh. I uh, was playing that song was on in my car, and my girlfriend at the time uh, was in the car with me, and she. She's like, oh, this is cool. And I turned it way up, like uh-huh. way high. And then when they started screaming, I screamed as loud as I could. And she like <laughs> almost died. Yeah, yeah, she was terrified. <laughs> but she yeah. was mad at you. Oh, yeah. She's, we're not together anymore. Uh, yeah. Uh, funny <laughs> because enough, of that. My girlfriend at the time, I went to that show with Manchester Orchestra mm-hmm. and Kevin Devine with like three other girls. Really? Three <laughs> girls, but my girlfriend was grounded or something and couldn't go and she was like i'm breaking up with you if you go to the show and i was ooh. like hey i gotta go oh, <laughs> she no. didn't break up with me uh no. we dated a few more years it was very bad uh, <laughs> you should have seen that coming yeah but it was a great show one of the best shows i've ever been to here's an interesting question like at your guys's like high school was that music cool because no. it was cool at my high school like what if you were cool you were listening to that shit it was devastatingly uncool at my yeah. high school really there was a kid this guy, Yusuf, I think was his name, he picked on me all the Like, I didn't have, like, a bully, but this guy was just, like, mean to me. <laughs> just an I asshole. I would wear, like, a Taking Back Sunday shirt and he'd mm-hmm. give me shit. But, like, people that were cool, and it's probably the same for you, listened to, like, 
Mo and Dave Matthews Band yes. and the String yes. Cheese <laughs> and any like fucking shitty jam band they would go to Alpine Valley for like a weekend <laughs> Jack and, like, Johnson fucking yeah I mean like when I was in high school we would go to Warped Tour with like the most attractive girls at our school like all everybody who was like everybody on our soccer team like we were playing under oath for our warm up music on cool. the on the soccer team which was sick <laughs> the only girls at our warp tour look like they eat cigarettes <laughs> 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 Wisconsin not quite the same I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's a different vibe. I did I went to Warp Tour once during college. Oh, you missed it. I, no, no, no. I, I went a bunch in high school. Oh, okay. I was going to say you I missed once out went too late. I went like, "Whoa." This yeah. is different. Yeah, what? Yeah. And then, like, I was enjoying the legacy acts of, like, oh, cool, mm-hmm. like, no effects. <laughs> <laughs> no one else gives a shit. And I was just like, I am too late. Yeah, we were talking, I mean, we were talking about going last year, but, mm-hmm. you know, for all this talk of, like, resurgence and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I think going to that would be sad, if I'm being honest. I think Warp Tour is falling off. Yeah. yeah, I think it would just be a bummer. There's no we incentive went. to do it anymore, really. Yeah, you can't make money off that. I stuff. also went once after graduating, but <laughs> oh, be, so Joey, here's, here's my thing. I or wait, no, I was in New York interning, and my cousin Bobby, friend of the show, was working on Warped as like a crew guy. Really? Yeah. He had no interest in the music, but like had done like touring work, and so he's like, "Hey, we're stopping in like New Jersey. Come out. I'll get you like backstage." No, that's cool. And so he we went and like. I remember seeing like, uh, oh, what are they called? Set your goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like four years strong. Four years strong. Man. Uh, Andrew WK was like the big legacy act, oh, which was God. amazing. Really? Motion City played that one. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, they're all dead now. Uh, <laughs> it was fun though. It was a weird vibe. Really? After graduation, it was cool. I mean, you had a hookup, like your backstage. Yeah, and stuff, it was like fine. It was just like a lot of like, I'm not into this. And it, but I mean, like, it doesn't seem like the kids are that crazy about it either because i remember yeah. like during our glory days huge. of warped wild it would be like like now going to festival like planning your day yeah you gotta oh, be yeah. this stage for this and this for this oh, and like, yeah and every out. time you would go the stage was full no matter mm-hmm. how small the stage was like it was always oh because people would camp out oh yeah, yeah people yeah. would be like i'm staying here yeah and they had that brilliant more people should do this but they had the main stages next to each yes. other yeah and switch off who'd play yeah you could just stay there all day and stay in the middle yeah you just watch everybody move over yeah to the yeah, yeah. They also had like elaborate set pieces and stuff now all the main stages are like what the indie stages were i've never i haven't been in years i mean i went once the last time i went was like 2008 my senior year of high school the three of us should go i will go yeah i think the lineup's being announced it was leaked it's like really it's right around i remember seeing something like last week about the like who's the big that's where i saw hawthorne heights is like headlining work tour really oh this year Mm -hmm. huh (laughs) a little subdued reaction uh, there for me yeah 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 i don't know also, you know, another, you can add this name to a friend of the show, Post Malone. We're big fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I think I've seen you, like, tag Post Malone. <laughs> yeah, this, this gets weird. I'm, should we talk about it? I mean, this is like, I want to say right now, unequivocally, <laughs> I love Post Malone, and I think he's the greatest guy alive. Okay. Ever. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell me about it, but I want you to like, go from, like, no understanding of what you're talking about. <laughs> is he a rapper? Here's, yeah. Okay. okay. So I I genuinely I want Mike to tell us. I'll tell you. You can Post go Malone ahead. Is. Yeah, because I didn't know who Post Malone was. I did. I liked Post Malone until Post you Malone. brought it up. He's like, he's a young kid from Texas who yeah. wanted to be like a rapper who loves country music, but he okay. just put out like he has a platinum 
He just went right platinum. Now. Yeah. Wow. Called Congratulations. It's like his album went platinum too internationally. Mm-hmm. So is that he had just put out his his freshman album? Huge hip hop like superstar right now. He's 21 wow. years old. But I didn't know. I wasn't planning on telling this story, but it's an incredible story. I'd love to hear it. So Post Malone followed me on Instagram like early last year, mm-hmm. and I was like. This is fucking wild. Like, this guy's on tour. With, he's opening for Justin Bieber overseas at the time. And he followed Rhett and Link, Stevie, and myself. And that's it. Sure. And he follows, like, maybe 200 people. He has, like, 2.2. Or he has, like, over a million Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's fucking weird. And so I sent him a message. And I was like, yo, like, thanks for, like, knowing who we are. Like, that's really cool of you. Thanks, man. <laughs> Didn't hear any from him. It's a really nice message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for knowing about <laughs> Yeah, us. thanks for knowing. So... Probably six months later, I get one message. He follows me on Twitter. Me, just literally just me, I think. And I don't know. He followed you later, right? Well, before that, you saw he posted a video with a channel called H3H3, another friend of the show. Big friend of the show. I'm familiar with them. You were pissed. You were like... Yeah. (laughs) I was upset because I was like... I had asked... We were about to do like this, this thing... Uh, that ended up falling through. So I had reached out to him. And I was like, yo, thanks for knowing who we are. It'd be so sick if we could maybe do something. Sure. Then I see he does a video with somebody else. And I'm like, hey, what the fuck, dude? This <laughs> yeah. is bullshit. You know, he, clearly he read, because you can see if somebody read a message on Instagram. Yeah. It's like, it showed up that he had read this message. Maybe he saw it and went like, mm, someone yeah, else I was maybe. like, well, <laughs> shit, we're not good enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turns out he doesn't like, he doesn't run his own Instagram. Oh, okay. He told us that later. But so he followed me on Twitter and he sends me, this man is huge. I mean, he's like yeah. a living rock star. And he sends me just this. He says the legend and then four beer emojis. <laughs> and I'm like, this Wait, kid, he follows you on. He Twitter, follows me on Twitter. DMs you. DMs me. In. Slides and, in and says the legend. The legend and four beers. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, and I just go, there's no way this is fucking real. This is impossible. Yeah. But I respond. I'm like, I asked Mike, I'm like, we have to see where this goes. Yeah. Like we have to find out. So Everything's- I just say, what's up, man? Like, you know. <laughs> I don't think we should get in the DMs too much, but essentially he told us, text me, man. Yeah, he said to text him. Cool. So we're still skeptical. Did you fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. We're still skeptical at this point. So like, why? We texted him. He's just like being incredibly cool and nice to us. And we're like, this isn't real. And we yeah. look on his Twitter. We see that his he had tweeted that his phone, he lost his phone like two days ago. Two days prior to starting to message us. Oh, no. And so we go this we've been fucked dude we've been had someone took his phone and Mm -hmm. followed you well we think this is what we think so i'm very nervous we're both very nervous we we see this and we just our faces drop we're like there's no way this is real so i texted him i was like hey man what's up we're doing like something dumb in the studio you want to facetime so he followed mike then later (laughs) like yeah and so we go let's facetime he goes, all right. He's like, I'll call you in a couple minutes. I was like, oh, no. So I'm looking at his tour schedule, and it says like he's, over t- he's overseas in Italy at the time because sure. he's playing Europe or something. So he, he, our phone rings. We answer it. <laughs> By God, sure enough, it is Post Malone. There's his face. He's got his gold teeth yeah. in. Like, it's cool. really him. And like he's just like, come hang out at my house when I get back. And we go, oh, okay. Like, what? So another week goes by. We don't hear anything from him, you know, and we're like, okay, it was a magical thing. It's really him, but, you know, we're never going to hear from this guy again. Sure. Sunday night comes around <laughs> that week. Yo, come over. He's like, he lives in LA. I'm not going to say where. Uh-huh. 
But he's like, just come over, and he sends us the address. And we're like, shit. Like, Give me a, va- where, like, a vague idea of where in L.A. So somewhere somewhere in the valley. Okay, gotcha. So uh, he texts us to come over, and we're like, Mike and I again are like, we got to see where this goes. So it's like, what is it? Is he pranking us? Like, is he going to kill us? Yeah. Uh, we'll bring some Bud Lights as a tribute, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he really likes Bud Light. Sure. Here's a lime marita. Let's be cool. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. We pull up to this dark mansion. Huge mansion. Just pitch black. None of the lights are on. There's like yeah. Rolls Royce in the, sure. in the driveway next to a Prius, strangely enough. <laughs> I was like, what, what car are you in? <laughs> well, there's another story with Post Malone in my car, but uh, w- w- so we pull up in my Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> so we went in and we just hung out. And he's just like, he turns out he watches the show and like, wow, is a fan and like, is just a cool guy, man. Still don't know why. We tried to ask. We're like, so how, exactly how did you find us? Like, why are you watching this? And he said that I, it's, like, I had sent him a message on Instagram, but like we never really got into it. Like, he said he was binging some of the show while he was overseas. Sure. And he's 21, you know? It's kind of like the demo for the show, and he just is into it, man. <laughs> wow. And so we're friends with Post Malone yeah. now. <laughs> I mean... But, strangely enough, we the started story, talking to him for a while. The story doesn't end. It goes oh, on. Wow. We were at his house, and I saw he had a guitar in there, and I was like, dang, man, that's like my dream guitar in high school. Wait, like what that, was it? It's a Gibson SG. All right. Yeah, of course. Silver. Ooh. I was like, ooh, that's like an old Fall Out Boy guitar. Like, yeah. I wanted that. And he's like, oh, hell yeah, their first album was tight. I was like, what? <laughs> so that night... Take we, this to your grave yes. or from under the cork tree? Okay, Take yeah, this yeah. to your grave. Just got to make sure he's on the level. <laughs> so we... I mean, that night you guys jammed. We play, He has a, a guitar wrapped in Louis Vuitton, like a custom-made lab. <laughs> and he told us... I don't even know if we can tell that story, but he he has an amazing Louis Vuitton guitar. <laughs> sure. And then we listened to that night. We hung out in his house, and I mean, we listened to a bunch of every genre you can mm-hmm. imagine. Post Malone is into. I was yeah. playing Coed and Cambria on his Louis Vuitton guitar, <laughs> and he comes out of the kitchen with a Bud Light in hand, singing Coed yes. lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is happening? <laughs> so that was that night. But like when I had messaged him, I was like. Hey, I heard you're going to be in LA soon. I saw you're playing a show. Yeah. And I was kind of angling a little. I was like, it'd be so sick to go to a show. Oh, there was an angle there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> hey, I saw you're nearby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, so, I saw you like some Venmo payments. Uh, I just yeah, want to say you're yeah. And he goes, y'all want to come? And we're like, fuck yeah, we want to come. So after that, he did another video with that H3H3 production where like they was all backstage and them hanging out. Mm-hmm. And, like, we just lived that life for the night. Like, Did you go to the show and, like, mm-hmm. Markiplier's there? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah. no, but, the like... Hydraulic press. Yeah. <laughs> Next episode, we can talk all about Markiplier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he was there, and, like, again, he was incredibly nice to us. Like, sure. Like, the coolest guy maybe ever. Like, it, it's so strange to me how dope this guy was. Like, he's incredibly nice guy. Like, that night, we would, like... We wanted to like give him some space, you know. There's everybody who's there is there to see him. Sure. And so we're like, let's just give him like a little room. And then we left for a little bit. We came back five minutes later, and he's like, "Where'd y'all go?" <laughs> <laughs> like he wanted us to hang out that night. That's so cool. And so after we're leaving, he does it. He's about to go on stage, and like we don't have bracelets or anything. Like he just came out and got us. And he's about to go on stage, and he's like, 
you three, you three, come with me. Like, uh-huh. everybody is about to follow him on Again, stage. Again, you're two people. So that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a common. Well, no, yeah, sorry. Was it Luke? Ben. It was Ben. <laughs> oh. He's our director. We brought him along with us. But he was like, everybody was going on stage, and his one of his buddies said we didn't have wristbands. And literally, as he's going on stage, he tells security that, like, we're cool. We're cool to go on stage. <laughs> so we follow Post Malone onto the stage. Oh, my God. And, like, are there for the show. He's just the greatest guy ever. He's That's insane. He's performing to screaming thousands of fans. It was insane. It gets weirder than that, but we're bragging at that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it gets real weird. Okay. But it was amazing. I mean, he's just a great dude. That's wild. Yeah. Just the nicest guy ever. Are you two the most famous people I know? No. <laughs> Jeez, no, that's the whole no. thing. Is like, why is this happening? Yeah, Nobody why have everybody? Like, H three H two is huge. Yeah, huge I'm familiar. Deal. I don't follow a lot of YouTube stuff. Yeah, but, but I'm he's familiar great. with them. Yeah, so, like, so that means something. Yeah, but, and you know, they made a video of him on stage. Like, I think it has a, over two and a half million views. So it's like, you know, that's great for him. It's great for them as well. Like yeah. everybody gets. Uh, he got no promotion at all out of us being there. Like, sure. Even if we made a video, like nowhere near that amount of people would see it. He like, just wanted to talk about anime in Skyrim. Yeah. He has a Fallout Boy tattoo. Oh, a Fallout what? tattoo. And he has a Skyrim what tattoo. What is the Fallout Boy tattoo? It's a He's Fallout a pi- tattoo, not a Fallout Boy oh. tattoo. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Fallout, yeah. Fallout You're thinking though. of Pip Boy. Yeah, yeah. He has a Pip Boy. The he boy has- from Fallout. <laughs> yeah. He has a... <laughs> That's so dumb, but so funny. <laughs> he has like a huge... Pip-Boy tattoo. Is it really Pip-Boy? Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is. So funny. He's just like the coolest guy. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. So huge fan of his as well. I'll defend him till death. Yeah, wow. I love I'm glad that didn't turn out to be like a... Uh, Every those, like... You know the like celebrities that just follow everyone? You'll be like, oh, I finally got... Like no. the guy from Psych. What's his name? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dulé Hill. Dulé Hill, like... Yeah, you get the notification that a, a verified person follows you, uh-huh. and it's like, oh, you follow 350,000 people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Or you click the followed, like who they're following, yeah, and yeah. just like, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I always wait like three days to follow them back, because I know they're just going to follow me the moment I do. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get that. No, we only have incredibly nice things to say about Post Malone. <laughs> oh, which is amazing. weird. Yeah. It's strange. That's true. That all. That's, that's all true. <laughs> it's hard to know it's where to go from rush. there, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. What like what uh, with this kind of, like, I don't know. Not to get like too heady, and you can not answer this if you don't want. But like, clearly, there's like a trajectory happening right now for the two of you. Mm-hmm. Do you, are, you <laughs> are you just kind of like hanging on for the ride, or they're like? Well, it's interesting. We talked about this, too. Like, we produce our own show. Mike and I are both mm-hmm. producers on mm-hmm. this show, and it's just, like, we put in a lot of work, you know? Sure. So we haven't really taken a moment to, like, reflect, because, like, we're just trying to do the next episode, really. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's like, we have goals. We have things we want to do, but it's... When you're in the moment, it's you so never hard to have, think about yeah. that. It's, I mean, it's been wild. I think the first time we've really taken a moment and been like, holy shit, was, like, the whole Post Malone thing, is sure. my guess. Yeah. Like, that shit is insane. But, I mean, it's exciting for sure. Something yeah. else I'll defend is there was a period where we were, like, very into manifestation. Like, oh, yeah. The secret. You know what the goals. secret is? Yeah, like a, like a vision board kind of thing? <laughs> sort yeah. of. Yeah. We're like, we just talk about, like, we go out to dinner every Friday night. You are the weirdest people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because, like, we make fun of this shit all the time. Oh, we're yeah. Like, you are a fucking loser if you believe in this. Yeah. But we'd go out to ramen every Friday night. We'd be like, man. We're going to do this. We're just going to do it. Yeah. It's going to happen. And, and then, then it did. And then it did <laughs> wow. really strangely. That's yeah. crazy. Well, when we started, like, 
any of this stuff. Like we were kind of always pleasantly surprised, but at the same time, we were like, yeah, we kind of nailed. Like we we were working towards doing something. <laughs> yeah, you know? of course. I think there is some truth to that. Like if you can, if you know what you want, if one puts a like positive energy towards that goal. Yeah. Yeah, and we were always. I mean, in the environment we're in, we're in like probably the craziest creative environment you could ever be around where it's like people are so dope around you where they're like if you want to do something then you guys should do it you know sure which is i don't think anybody really gets that opportunity or is around it as much as we are you know which is dope it's great and also i mean i don't know we haven't really reflected at all about it but it's great i mean it's cool to be a part of yeah We'll see how it goes. Yeah, maybe this will be a really depressing thing to look back on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Episode one, you canceled. <laughs> We're like, it went so well. <laughs> we'll have to do like a redaction next we, week. We try not to get too excited because the internet is so weird. Like, yeah, it's it could be a huge place. hit or a yeah. huge mess. Do you find you like you have some sense of how it goes, or do you just like not worry about it and Absolutely just do what not. you think works? I think no. We we. I didn't even like we'll go watch through the edit and everything obviously but after that after it's out in the world I don't we tried to rationalize like why do some things we do do better and there's just no math to it one of our best episodes is us trying to swallow hot dogs whole I watched that one it's awful it's horrible (laughs) we're like we didn't want to do it we weren't uh super happy about it yeah but people loved it some things are weird that pop like that it's it's insane but it is cool like having seen it like your stuff which I watch because I know you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now I watch because it's genuinely entertaining. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> that's like, the only reason. Uh, it is a thing where it's just like, you're clearly just like doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, oh, Alex is like being this weird character. <laughs> no, 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 no. This I went to college. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. This well, I think even with this show, with the new show, it's like that times like, I don't know, times like mm-hmm. 10, like us being our true selves and like not playing characters and just doing. Yeah. It's a little more of us. Yeah, our true selves, I would say, our true sure. headspace. Yeah, we're a little, we're a little more fucked up than we lead on. Oh yeah, like my our comedy heroes is like Tim and Eric and like Eric Andre and like I love like Bo Burnham, like mm-hmm. really people who do kind of avant garde like weird shit. Sure, is like who I love. So did That's... you see when Hop or Hawthorne Heights <laughs> uh, American authors played on Eric Andre show? No, this no. no. This is the funniest. I'm going to ruin it for you, but it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, our musical guest tonight, American authors playing as a human centipede. And they, go, <laughs> and they are ass to mouth, no clothes on. One guy's got a banjo and the singer's not the front guy. You just hear. <laughs> no. It is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Erica, speaking of the chariot earlier, Eric Andre just tweeted out a, a clip of oh, the yeah. chariot either. He's like oh. he's just a huge punk rock like fan. Like Yeah, he's he seems into that shit. Yeah, yeah. And he's amazing. Like we fucking love him. If we could if we could like hang out or do something with anybody, I think ever, my biggest ass would be eric andre probably i'd be scared but i think i'd be terrified (laughs) terrified that's fair he's literally he literally did a show last night with dave chappelle and saw that and fucking chris rock dude like bo burnham was there too or is no uh reggie watts and uh bo burnham did a show as well jeez dude i mean those guys are all in my mind like the biggest legends out today like yeah the the shit that bo burnham does in his specials especially on netflix is Mm -hmm. so on a different level especially right. with stand-up stuff and especially when it comes like you're like oh this is all like full circle and like yes actually like, a lot smarter than you think so and much smarter. also really funny and 
you have to like take a cold shower afterwards oh, yeah. and think about life. That song he sings at the end of his special, I've is like, unbelievable. listened to it many times. Yeah, since yeah. Then. yeah. Uh, Especially, and you know, it's funny, he is a child of YouTube, man. Like, he yeah. literally is the first guy who's ne- like, he had never played a club when, and he was already famous, which is mm-hmm. really insane to be that prominent in the stand up world. Like, I saw a round table with him, Mark Marin, um, God, who else was there? Uh, Ray Romano. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, just a ton of just like legendary dudes, sure. and they like were ragging on him so hard. Oh, They're like, "Oh, Bo, you never played a fucking club!" Like just shitting yeah. on him. And it's like Marin's had the pretty much opposite. Career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. literally like, everything has gone wrong. Nothing going yeah, well yeah. until a podcast. Exactly. Just dwelling on Lauren Michaels for the rest of his <laughs> yeah, days. Yeah, talking about how he fucking ate M and M's. Yeah, exactly. Story. Uh, but it's weird. He's the first guy, as far as I know, to like really, really come out of YouTube and yeah. be totally his own thing. Just dope. Be pretty wild if we did something like that, mm-hmm. huh, Michael? Do you play the piano, Mike? I wish. Hmm. That's my the biggest thing I envy of Bo Burnham, not his comedy. And it's it's his funny. piano skills. You Bo- could be the first like musical comedy duo that just both play bass. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind that at all. Bass boys? Yeah. Uh, bass bass boys, boys comedy? <laughs> or is it the bass boys? And it's just a play on words. Bo always shits all over his musical ability too. Yeah, like hate talented songwriter. He's an incredible songwriter. And he's yeah. always like he's always like the music stuff is just secondary. Like he's like, I don't know how that of all the stuff that I've done is the stuff that blew up. Yeah, he always says he's not a very talented piano player. It's like, yeah, you are. Yeah, you're you're pretty well. good. Yeah, <laughs> it's gone all right. Hmm. Oh man, uh, circling back to say anything. <laughs> I did write. We should discuss favorite say anything songs. Oof. If you got any, load in the chamber. That's tough. Or like go tos. I mean, Molly Connolly probably it's is a classic. Is like the most classic say anything. Every song. man is a Molly, right? Yeah, yeah. great tune. <laughs> Oh. Mm. This is a huge question. This is like asking Mike which one of his kids he likes. Best. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. have to be the all time favorite. Yeah, yeah. Just like some like if someone was like, "Hey, what's up with this band?" Or someone's listening right now. That's a better way to think of it. It's like that didn't ever get into it. Yeah. yeah if I was gonna pitch him like that, I'd probably tell him to listen to Belt. Ooh, Belt oh, Belt was one. a very good one. What a, that album starts so strong. Yeah, it does. It's like, hey, okay, I'm very into this. <laughs> You're in this guy's head right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, he had said that like he was willing to lose. Everything to make that album. I believe like, that. He was willing to kill himself. He was willing to lose every relationship he ever had just to make that. So and it's a great album. album. Yeah. Yeah, he he was also like going through some real mental struggles mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. Which was makes great music. Uh when I res- a friend burnt me a copy of Is a Real Boy nice. and that's how I first listened to it. But for whatever reason the like the last five songs on the original album is a real boy mm-hmm. was replaced by was a real boy okay so like until years later did i realize i was not <laughs> in the right order and there were like five more songs i didn't know existed Damn. and it was a very exciting moment You're for like, wow. me to be like oh wow. a whole new world yeah like i hadn't heard spider song i don't that's think that's one of my favorites like, that's, yeah, a, that's a great one uh i love uh, what the hell is it called? Red Cat, so, Yellow Cat is uh, good. Obligatory song on the obligatory road. Obligatory is so underrated. Elsa. That is a cr- musically like structure wise, incredible. It's insane. I love that it. breakdown at the end is wild. Uh huh. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm a fan. 
<laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I like yeah. Yes Men on your least favorite album. Yeah, I really like that that's song. That's a good one. Slower one. <laughs> uh, Cemetery is a really pretty song. Pretty. Like the lyrics of that one. There's a lot of pretty songs on that album. <laughs> All right, I get it. You don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty. <laughs> Mike hates it. No. So I like the album, but I do think it's their worst. All right. Oh, man. Hebrews is so bad, dude. It really is. What if he listens to this? To be fair, what if Ooh. Bemis checks out this? He's not going to. And we just shit on it. I don't know. Post um, Malone wouldn't, and now look. <laughs> there we go. I don't know why that made me think of this, but my friend had exchanged emails with Max Bemis. Oh yeah, and they were what? not so kind. What? <laughs> so you know how he has a song shop? Yeah. So one of my best friends from home, that was a great friend link. of the show. The show right uh, his girlfriend at the time bought him a song shop song. Cool. And was like, okay, send him this email. It was basically about our friendship, like our group of friends. He's like, write a song about this, make it sound this way. And it came back. It was making, very specific too. It came back making us like it was a little romantic, is how mm-hmm. I would put it, <laughs> between the four of us boys. And he was upset, so he emailed Max, Max Bemis Bemis per- personally and was like, hey. You pretty much just copy and pasted what I wrote to you. Is like you made it sound a little weird, like we were in love, and it's like it wasn't the right vibe. I was like, dude, you get, you kind of get what you get with this. Yeah. And I was like, you shouldn't send it. And he's like, I'm. How old it. are you guys at the time? This is in high school. Probably like eighteen. Okay. And he sent it anyway, and he got a response back from Max Bemis himself, who was like, hey, or well, I should say, ended the email saying. I know you write a thousand songs a year, but this one sounds like it. Oh. I was like, man, come on. What a beautiful line. <laughs> Put he that in the next song. song. Yeah. <laughs> so Max responded, he's like, you're like one of two people who have ever complained about this. And he's like, I try so hard to do these every year. Like, I interpret it the way I interpret it. Like, I put my heart into this. I'm sorry you didn't like it. He's like, one time courtesy, I will rewrite this song as long as you don't, like, tell anybody. Wow. Never do we get that song. <laughs> wow. And you should, here we are years later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a whore. I love mm-hmm. Should have never sent that email that's in a, a million years. Yeah. That's a fairly civil response. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's better than what say, I yeah. thought. Oh, my God. Great what? customer service. Yeah. <laughs> if you and I ever started, like, a service where we made custom videos with somebody and they <laughs> sent us an email complaining, I would... Absolutely, be horrible to that person. I feel like you have pretty low expectations if we're making you custom <laughs> content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, to be fair, in defense of Max Bemis in this situation, yeah, you paid him and said like, "Hey, write a song about this." Sound like mm-hmm. like I don't think that's how it works. This thing's just like, "Hey, no. write a song." It's yeah, like, yeah. How he yeah. feels about what you write. So yeah, I feel like you get what you get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as man. much as I cringe at that song, I do know every word. Do you have? Sing can you it. pull it up? Yeah, I could. It goes. Uh, the chorus is "We are the boys." Oh, okay, we yeah. are the boys. Do you have it on your phone? Can I we could pull look it up. It up if you can, oh yeah. god! Keep talking. I'll look it up. We can also. It's it. it's worth the wait. I honestly, hear it so badly. I when I heard about this story, I badgered Mike forever to find the song, and like it took you forever to find it. But should, so for those of you that don't know, like between because. Say anything's put out five, six records, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven. And they, se- okay, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. You've defended them yeah. pretty well, man. <laughs> uh, they, they, but they've been like kind of spread apart. There have been like yeah. phases where you're like, oh, this was like a good chunk, a few years. Yeah. And so 
he married Sherry. No, oh, yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. And she was in a band that uh, the Isley. The Isley. But she has like a checkered past as well. Yes. Who else did she date? Because I I was recently informed about uh, this and I didn't know. This. Chad from Newfound Glory, who is now married, married to Paramore mm-hmm. to What's Haley Williams. Haley Williams. Williams. And he was in Shy Hulud, or how do you pronounce that? What? He, he was in a hardcore band before Newfound Glory really? that still puts oh, out shit. Oh, right, right. They're called like Shy Hulud. If think. you look at Haley and now Max Bemis' wife, though, they look incredibly yeah. similar. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, you, you got a type, buddy. You guys both have a type. Uh, oh. But uh, so to like make extra cash, I guess, or like as a service to fans... He and I think his wife sometimes helps too. Yeah, would do this like song shop where you could pay money to have them write you a song. Mm-hmm. I did not know you could give like notes. <laughs> yeah. Well, funny thing about that, Joey, is you can't. <laughs> Originally, it was send them a paragraph, and that has soon been revised to like a couple words. <laughs> it's a hundred and fifty character limit. <laughs> they call it the. Roll <laughs> that has since been. Oh shit! I said his last name, but there's probably a million. It. Yeah, in the world. But uh, did yeah. you find it? Working on it. Okay. We're close. We're moments while you're away. looking. I'm gonna play you a song by uh, that hardcore band that uh, the dude from Newfound Glory was on. Wait, Joey, do you like it? This sounds just like the other Newfound Glory song. <laughs> That's their second most popular song on Instagram. They're on Spotify. Which I only played because the first one appears to be a no effects cover. Oh, nice. Of linoleum. I mean, good for that guy, though. Because is Haley Williams still making music? Is that her name, Haley yeah. Williams? Yeah. Paramore is making a comeback. Is what making a comeback. Everybody's coming back. She sang a song on the new New Fun Glory record. Oh, that's great. She's a little cameo on it. I think she's like friends with Taylor Swift, too, so she's got that going on. Is she in the squat? No, she's not in the squat. Dude, I think she's in the video. She might be. Uh, The whatever, Bad Blood. Yeah. Super Probably produced by Nathan Shear, by the way, if I had to guess. (laughs) (laughs) What a callback. He really, yeah, there you go. They shot that in Madrid, right? (laughs) (laughs) He's there right now. He's so stressed out about this Pixar movie. (laughs) Why is that one girl so sad? I love that. I love that guy, dude. I mean, unbelievable. But he really, I mean, no joke. Produced every. Oh, hold on. That's it. Yeah, I found it. You guys ready? This is Max Bemis's song. I've never heard before. To me, a couple other friends. Let's let it load. Couldn't open the file. No. (laughs) Hang on. No error. I can. I could put it in later too. Oh, that's right. You had to do this last time. Here we go. I'm in love with words, and they've all stuck with me through my worst. What is the pacing of this? <laughs> that's me. Mike does play guitar. They <laughs> called your YouTube career right there. There you go. See, that's mean. With this heart of gold. All brawn? Yeah. Okay. Dave was homeschooled, and 
That was a running joke, and I can't believe it made it into the song. That song sounds like you all died. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, it turns into this thing about, it was like, we don't need poison in our veins, because has never drank alcohol, never done oh, a drug in his life. He's never done heroin. And he, men- <laughs> he mentioned that in this description. Send it to him, be like, all right, a little about me. Yeah. I don't drink. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was like, make it sound like this other song you have where you're just on an acid trip. He's like, but, uh, you know, I don't do drugs, so I don't, it's not totally the same. <laughs> Your <laughs> is coming off so poorly in this story. And I'm I doing think deservedly, like, no, no, I think it's deserved. I mean. In this scenario, this is how it came off. Like, this is incredible. Is that song good? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Who am I to say? But it started it, very strange. Does it warrant an email back <laughs> to Mr. Bemis? Uh, I don't think so. In my mind, no. Hey, buddy. A uh, <laughs> couple of notes. <laughs> I think so if you he, started off pretty yeah. terrible here and then. Uh, <laughs> if he read that email now, he'd probably be embarrassed. I would uh, hope yeah. so. I mean, you're a kid. You're 18. Yeah. Holy shit. The things uh, I did when I was 18. That had like a very like stand by me vibe. <laughs> yeah. like, I've never met these friends of yours, but in my head, you're all eight and walking down a train track. <laughs> we will looking die. Looking for a body. The heart of gold line, it's like, that's basically like your friend not that bright. Is that basically <laughs> what you say? Yeah. Heart your dumb friend gold. who cares a lot. Well, the mean spirited part of that is <laughs> was always making fun of our friend, Dave. <laughs> For not being too smart, <laughs> but he was like, oh, he's a weightlifter. He like competes in CrossFit and stuff. So maybe that first the email said like, oh, yeah. this one's dumb, but like throw him a bum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get his name yeah. in there. Exactly. Love you, Dave. <laughs> All brawn, heart of gold. Uh, Dave, God. friend of the show. That's a lot so of bad. friends today. I know a lot of friends of the show. Uh, <laughs> God damn. I mean, that song alone should solidify say anything's place. Amongst all of our hearts and dreams, <laughs> I mean, I would think. I will say the lyrics of that are dumb. <laughs> yeah, uh, but <laughs> to be fair, wrote the song. It sounds like you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, but if that song was like about something else, mm-hmm. the tune itself is it's like not bad. Fine. Yeah. I'll say he's still the thing I like about all this music and Max Beam specifically is he put a lot of energy into what is a dumb song. Oh yeah, yeah. that's like a that sounds like a say anything. Yeah. Track. That doesn't sound like you paid a guy two fifty to yeah, yeah, do yeah. something in his garage. Yeah. Like that is what his music sounds like. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Did you ever listen to the like? It was like a split he did on like a tour where it had a bulldog on the cover. It's like him and his wife did. Sounds it. familiar. Oh yeah, yeah. It's their side project. Yeah, there was a song in it where she was in the background like waste your time. Wasted all your time. Yeah. There's a great video of that song, but that reminded me of that one kind of. They did a couple of great projects like uh they did a he did an album with Chris Conley from yeah, Saves the Day. Yeah, Two Tongues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. Those records are good, dude. Yeah. There's two of them right there. That guy never stops. Who, Chris? Chris Conley? Either of them. Yeah, Max yeah. though, like he's doing comic books too. Very successful yeah. in the comic world. Really? Him and mm-hmm. Gerard Way doing comics. Yes. Gerard Way's doing comics? Oh, yeah, yeah man. And they're, like, time. successful. Really? They both yeah. have their own, like, comic lines. Wait, Max does? Both of them, yeah. No way. Yeah, Max writes a lot of comics. The first, um, the f- one of the first concerts I ever went to was Saves the Day, uh-huh. Headliner, Monine, second. Don't know if Ooh. anybody remembers Monine. Monine well, did a cover of an Alexis on Fire song. Yes. yes. Really liked and the, only song the singer of Monine is now the current guitar player of Say Anything. Really? Oh. Yeah. That's he's so weird. He's the guy with no hair. No. How many listeners yeah. do you think we've lost in the last third? Sorry, a lot. A lot. <laughs> click, click, click. But who played third that show was Circus Survive. They were third. And, like, 
they were incredible back in the day. I mean, that was like they were must have been just starting, but I was I'm still blown away that I saw them third. Like they were the third opener. Isn't like the later opener the better opener? Uh, Well, you know what I mean. Backwards. Yeah. Okay. Got you. Backwards. I guess first then. <laughs> but when you say they played, they played first it doesn't sound as impressive does it you know it's like first place you but like the, the first opener is the I least. understand okay. Joey <laughs> yeah yeah but it was like they were incredible even then playing first slash third yeah, that's great uh, I in 2002 went to Green Day and Blink's pop disaster tour Sick. which was great the opener was saves the day and I hated them Really? Uh, I, I my twelve year old boy, my brain just went this band. Do you sucks. know who Saves the Day's opener was back in the day? Monine. Blink One Eighty Two. They're the guys who put Blink One Eighty Two on the map. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's true. Crazily enough, because that must really suck. That's like having your little brother just absolutely <laughs> kick the shit out of you right. someday. Like, that's got to be rough. That's okay. It happens. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Sorry, I just flashed back for a second. To God. Yeah. Little brother. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, guys, this was fun. Yeah. This, uh, come back and do this again. We have so much to talk Am about. Am I the first one to ever invite myself onto the podcast? <laughs> no. And I, really? Honestly, so here's the thing. I love podcasting. Yeah. This is a lot of fun. I like doing this. Yeah. It's such a void. <laughs> just, like, I talk in a microphone. I send it to a friend mm-hmm. to upload. Yeah. On, it goes online. And like if... I don't. You don't get likes or views. You get listens, but I don't really yeah. check that. So it's like I don't get feedback. I have an email that's never been emailed. <laughs> I have a Twitter that rarely gets anything other than like people promoting. So it's just like this weird. Like I love doing it. Yeah. But is it doing anything? I don't know. <laughs> I really do this because I maybe, like talking to people. Maybe it will. And the hardest part of it is booking people because I have to be like, hey, come over to my apartment <laughs> on the weekend, sit in my living room. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I appreciate it. It worked out well. Yeah. And then I think I asked you to do it this weekend a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, hey, can you do it like this week? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so it worked out great. Let's go to Warp Tour. Yeah. Let's we'll go to shows. Well, I want to start going to shows with you guys. Yeah. We'll I, think I we love should. going to shows. I'd love to do that. Uh I'm going to. Do you know me first in the Gimme Gimmies? I do. Yeah, I've seen yeah. them in like four weeks or so. Really? It's going to be sick. That is they don't really tour sick. much. They're hard to get out of like the Bay Area. Wait, who's in it? Who's the... Fat Mike is the bassist. That's right. But I don't think he's on this tour. Oh, okay. But also, I don't know if you ever listened to Lagwagon. Mm-mm. Do you know? Do you know Lagwagon? No. Or like May 16th was in a lot of like video games. No. <laughs> you know it. Uh, he's their guitarist. It's all like a. They're a super group. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there's a feature on the show I do called Postmortem, where we just talk about how you think this episode went. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So oh, what'd you think? man. I don't know where we went. Holy shit. We went a lot We of covered places. a lot of ground. I feel good about it, though. This yeah. was an engaging conversation start to back. Yeah, I thought it was good. We went longer than I normally go, but because I, could, I had we that kept... feeling. Yeah, we had a lot. No, this was good. I usually go like fifty minutes. I spent an hour and a half, <laughs> but I like it. I like this. Conversation. You find us at an interesting time in our lives. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's there's a lot going on. So it's, we'll have to check back in and see. Please, yes, how yes, it yes, changes. Uh, got a big rundown of friends of the show. We got Brian and Ben from work. We got Nate yeah. here. Our good Nate, friend. Nate, reach out, man. I yeah. miss you, dude. Get Nate on this podcast for real. Absolutely. It will be unbelievable. Oh the stories that guy has. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we got Luke. We got 
Sam from Teen Suicide. <laughs> uh, <Matt laughs> Fuck you, Sam from Teen Suicide. Show, Matt Dwyer, Josh Scoggin, and Michael from, I think they're from the 68. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got My Cousin Bobby. We got Post Malone. We got H3H3. <laughs> we got comedians Eric Andre and Bo Burnham. Yeah. We've got... I don't know if he's a friend of the show or not. <laughs> and we got Dave, his all dumb friend. Yeah. Is Max Bemis on that list? Uh, he's gotta be. Bemis counts. I think Bemis okay, is yeah, the yeah, yeah. most is friend of the show. An insane list. I'd like to see them all fight. <laughs> yeah, I would love. Oh that. my god, a cage match yeah. to death. You couldn't fit them in a ring. <laughs> Nate would win. Sorry, you, guys, just on clout. <laughs> <laughs> he's at the top of that ivory tower. He'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. He's great. Uh, you can email the show at indefensepod at gmail if you want to talk about uh, in defense or uh, say anything with us. Twitter indefensepod. Your guys' show, 10 Feet Tall, Tuesdays, premiered this past week, so catch up. Yeah. Stick with it on Tuesdays. Is it on This Is Mythical? Yeah. Great. Do you have individual, like, Twitters you want to plug or whatever? Yeah. Punch ALE. You can find me there. It's my name. Well, just without next. Yeah. <laughs> I'll plug my Instagram. You can find me at Tiny Tiger Boys. What about Mike the Pipes? Is you, are you still Mike the Pipe C? You can follow me on Twitter, but my last name is so long. It's uh, at Mike C-R-I-S-C-I-M-A-G-N-A. I'm going to change that soon. Is that your real last name? That's my real last name. What is your last name? Krishamania. Rhymes with lasagna. It's Italian. I mean, it kind of rhymes with it. It's more syllables. Krishamania. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye. What's a creative podcast network?